Do you feel like you're out of an alignment? As an occupational therapist, Jennifer shares what it feels like to be out of an alignment. She says the key to getting back in alignment is by asking yourself questions and become aware of what your body, mind, and spirit are trying to tell you. So please stick around and enjoy the show. of Coffee with Tea. I'm your host, Tanya Tyler, and I'm excited, as I always am every time I say my notes, because I realize that I say it all the time. But I am excited, because today I'm going to be talking to Ms. Jennifer Hirschberg-Wise, and she is the founder and CEO of Radiant Journey, and she's going to be able to explain a little bit more of what she does. So welcome to the show, Ms. Jennifer. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thanks, Tanya. So nice to see you. So happy to be here. It's a pleasure to talk to you. I love how we network and connect. And like I said, I reached out to you because I know you have some really great things that you can actually share. And I know you're going to dive a little bit more into it. But before we get into it, I want to really know, how are you and your family dealing with this whole COVID-19? Thank you for asking that. You know, it's been a journey. It's been a journey of highs and lows, of adaptation, of optimism, of... Of not of, of of fearfulness. Um, so you know, I'm feeling all the feels right now. We're 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 quarantining. Um, we've been healthy. My family has been healthy. Knock on wood. Very grateful and feeling very blessed for that. And wishing everybody else as they go through this time um, feelings of security, safety, and warmth too, and and feelings of love. Um, we are negotiating the back to school thing, virtual learning, managing to work from home pivoting 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 is like the 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 way of 2020 and reimagining is kind of where we're at so where we some days i feel like okay i could actually see further ahead and sometimes it's reimagining every minute of the day right (laughs) while living it so so there's that i love it so i mean we're going to dive into we were talking about listening to your body and feeling your body so i mean i guess your background can really explain to me more of how did this come about. And you're an occupational health therapist? I'm an occupational therapist, yes. Licensed in the state of Connecticut. So when we talk about feeling your body, what does that actually like look like? Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you for that. That's a great question. Um, it's really br- bringing awareness to your body, to noticing that if you're in a, in a certain situation that you notice some tight shoulders and then getting curious on about like, wow, noticing, wow, I have tight shoulders. What does this mean? What am I feeling right now? What emotion am I feeling right now in my body? Do I, does this feel good? Is this supporting me? Um, so that's, that's what it's the somatic awareness of, of your body. I see in my practice as an occupational therapist and integrative wellness practitioner that people um, are so disconnected from their bodies. Like we, we live above our neck and where we, we create thoughts, we create stories, we create, we create agita, we create, we create a lot of, a lot of noise about, about what's happening in our, in our brain, in our mind. And we just figure that, oh, I reached a certain age. Well, I guess I should expect to hurt because that's what I guess, <laughs> That's, that's what I'm led to believe, erroneously, 
and and the idea the uh, recognition that there's more that can be done whether it's through stretching whether it's just really like listening to your body and really getting curious about what it is you need because i think once you kind of you can shut down a little more of the noise you can get really honest with yourself in a way that's authentic and clear and non-judgmental you know there's so much especially as women we're told okay you have to be a certain way this is the path you should take this is uh this is just life you know you should be tired all the time um and you should hurt all the time and you should i think that there's there's a, a level of understanding that needs to come um and i think like with covid this this time period we're all listening within partially because every all our outside distractions have been initially they were limited um and then maybe redirected because now everybody's on zoom so now we're finding all bunch <laughs> of new, new ways to keep entertained and also get knowledge um it's not just like a frivolous distraction um but really finding out and having like having time to reflect and say what is going to support me in this time right so yeah. i i i love how you, we talk about like this little you you touched a little glimpse i just really wanted to like touch on a little bit more okay and you know like we met in this group I, i'm gonna say i'm feel, i'm feel, i'm about to be 50 and fabulous so i'm not going to share your age if you do not want to divulge but we were in a, a little light group and what we were talking about is you know catering to a certain uh graphic of age women right mm-hmm. so in my, in my understanding that some of the stuff that we're experiencing at at this age does not necessarily mean that's normal i mean it's just because we we've, we've been programmed to think that it's like normal like you're supposed to have a certain body aches you know or you're supposed to have a certain type you know difficulty because of a certain age group is this something that's that's been programmed to us is is, is what i'm asking <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah, sure sure so thank you for inviting me to go a little bit deeper into <laughs> yeah, that because yeah. I was like, i'm like this is fascinating. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I think you know there are natural things that happening that happen in 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 aging, um, but there are some things that we accept as normal parts of aging um, that aren't necessarily normal. Um, it comes down to to diet. It comes down to exercise and movement. And I I work with people like I don't like exercising. Okay, let's talk about movement. What kind of movement? Maybe you like going for a walk. Um, but I'll, I'll come back and get a little deeper now. I think that it's just getting information and kind of like a, a sense of being disconnected from your body. A lot of, a lot of us, and by that, I mean all ages, um, when you can actually have the ability to reflect on yourself and what you're doing, like, um, we kind of just get onto, into the rat race a little bit more and we kind of just keep moving. We keep moving. We keep sitting, we keep drinking coffee. We keep drinking things. We, we keep taking other things that help us sleep better. We keep taking things that help us wake up and get stimulated so we can interact our day. All of that impacts us. Um, so I think it, it's, it's talking about alignment. And when I'm talking about physical, physical alignment, which basically means how is your skeleton uh, from a musculoskeletal point of view? Um, are your hips oriented in a correct, in a, in a, good, in a good way? Or is there rotation? Once you have any kind of rotation at any joint, particularly the pelvis, because that's what's basically holding our legs and uh, between our pelvis and our shoulders, that's what those are our connection points. <laughs> and if there's any rotation or disruption or injury to that, things are not 
by things, I mean messages from the nervous system, are not going to move correctly. They're not going to be referred correctly. And as a result, you may experience pain. You may feel soreness. Um, it's a matter of getting in alignment and really understanding your body. I, for so long, um, I felt like I, I guess I should expect that this is what my normal feels like, to have that low back pain. And you spend so much time trying to maintain an upright position. It's exhausting. When you have pain, particularly in your low back, everything to maintain an upright trunk posture is exhausting. Um, when you find alignment, and whether that's through, through stretching, um, support, supports, maybe sitting on that hard chair is not the best chair for you. Um, that once you find alignment, you will discover, wow, I don't have to hurt. And all that energy I just expent trying to maintain an upright position, um, I don't need to. Now I could actually focus on the task at hand. Uh, I see this across my the ages. I see in the ages. I mean, I work with you. I work with children. I work with adolescents. I work with young adults, and I work with older adults. Um, if we talk, we look at seating, particularly like with children in, in classrooms or at home. Everybody's looking at ergonomics right now. Um, but I remember I was talking to another woman, and she was in her 60s. She's like, and I was talking to her about myofascial release and how we have this connective tissue that if you keep it in a position for so long, it's going to assume it's kind of like um, Gumby. <laughs> Gumby. If you put Gumby in this position for so long, Gumby will remain in that position. Or like a picture like a clay, for those that don't remember Gumby. <laughs> it's a modeling, like a modeling clay. You could model yourself and think of your body as this beautiful, alive, dynamic matter. Does that, does that, does that, does that, yeah, it, does, does that go it, does, <laughs> it does, because like I said, it's like, I'm, I'm realizing as I go through, it's like, we have a three-part system. I don't know if that's how you, you know, we start with our mind and our body. And then, you know, if you're like paying attention to what your body, your body's always giving you clues. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I, I, if we start to like, you know, like you said, we all focus up on our head, but we're realizing that it's a whole three-part system here. And I think, like I said, um, cause I, I, like I said, if you read a lot, they tell you, well, you're not sitting up straight, but it, it could be your chair. That could be the problem. Or, you know, maybe your shoes are, you know, not wearing right. Or, I mean, so it's basically like not just go in our head, but consult with a person like you who actually get us out of our heads and, and, and get us thinking in a different kind of light, right? I think so. I think I like to think of body, mind, spirit as an integrative system. Um, and they, they are, there's constant information being referred to one aspect of, of the whole system. And by whole system, I mean like the entire person. Uh, there's this wonderful, um, as I'm also trained in yoga, there's this wonderful system called the kosha system in which you're looking at five levels of being. Uh, at the most physical level, at the most superficial level, is where uh, our physical being, our skin. Um, and then as you get further deeper, you're getting to the essence of a person, the bliss, the place where they're, that it's not just about what we look like, what we feel like. We're just, we're bliss, we're energy, we're light, we're sound. It's It's beautiful. And it's the idea of looking at that and getting a deeper look at what does it mean to be human. Okay, so is that what you mean when you say in alignment? 
Um, alignment, I'm looking at also physical, like, and I, well, that's one aspect, the physical aspect of it too. Um, and alignment could be like living your life's, like being satisfied with your life's work, with your day-to-day activities um, and your functional level too. It's, it's, it's an overview. Like when I do an assessment of somebody, I'm really looking at all the factors that contribute to this person's function. As an occupational therapist, it's all about function. Um, as an integrative wellness provider, and by that I mean a Reiki provider, I do a journey dance, which is a transformational movement practice, which all of these modalities that I've discovered and um, brought into my own practice personally and professionally have really like created the path for me to really feel like an alignment. I know there's talk about balance. Um, that's a physical kind of balance. Can you stand on one foot while carrying like something on your head? No, don't do that. Um, but it's a matter of of feeling comfortable in your own body, comfortable doing what you want to do, and comfortable about the environment around you. And the environment could be your immediate environment. It could be your community. It could, and it, and it just there's all these circles that just expand outwards. Okay. So it's it's not really good. You go. Ahead. No, I, I, what I was saying, you're dropping a lot of nuggets. And like I said, this this can go to, uh, down a whole lot deeper because like I said, we're just skimming the top here. So what I really want to remind our listeners, like if you're enjoying what Jennifer is, is dropping, I always say dropping and you're picking them up, please consider hitting those the like button there and leave us a comment, you know, or ask us a few questions so I can follow up with Miss Jennifer. So please give us your feedback as to if you're getting some some good nuggets because like I said, she's dropping some some really good gems there. and sometimes I'm not even getting it so I'm, I might have to have it come back just explain a little bit more so anytime Sonia I love explaining <laughs> I love clarifying <laughs> yes because like I said we're I'm, I'm I'm really not understanding how the whole occupational therapy thing works and I, I would love for you to like explain to me because you you talked about you give people hope you give them dignity how does that work gotcha okay so occupational therapist when you encounter an occupational therapist you may be doing so in the educational or healthcare system, or maybe the employee relations like at your workplace. Um, so occupational therapy is a rehabilitation approach to somebody's activities of function and activities of daily living. Activities of daily living mean uh, how you're showering, how are you getting dressed, how are you transferring, which transferring means getting up from one surface, getting up from your chair, walking to the bathroom, sitting down and getting, uh, sitting down onto the toilet, getting off the toilet, um, getting into the shower. So it's, you primarily see it when there's an impairment in function. So I like to say that I work with individuals who are recovering from an illness or injury or are living with a chronic health condition. So thinking of somebody that's had either like a joint replacement, a hip, a knee, a shoulder, uh, um, yeah, um, that person is not going to be able to use that joint or their their limb um, in the same way they were prior to the event, whether that was an illness um, or an injury or a complete loss. Um, they're going to have to learn new skills. There's certain protocols from different surgeons that you need to adhere to. So say you have an individual who had a hip replacement. They want to get into the shower. They can't just lift their hip up, lift their leg up, their knee up, and just step into step over the tub into the shower. Um, they're going to need to learn because they're going to have different restrictions on that. So by the by the protocol set in place by the surgeon. So 
so we, as an occupational therapist, I would come on in, assess what it is they wish to do. Maybe they are comfortable doing sponge bathing, getting washed up or getting washed up by the sink, same thing. Um, or they have an, a, a tub where they just need to have a tub transfer bench. So it's looking at equipment, it's looking at the person's functional, um, functional abilities and capacities and what limitations they have. It's, it's very interesting because when people have intact nervous systems, intact musculoskeletal systems, intact cognitive systems, it doesn't seem like what's, what should be so hard about getting dressed. Now, let's just say you have a young person with, with uh, sensory differences. They may see putting on a, a shirt that you're like, this is the most comfortable shirt in the world. Why don't you like it? It might itch them. It might make them uncomfortable. Now, let's just say you have an older adult who has uh, cognitive changes. Maybe they're having the early onset of dementia. Um, or maybe they're having some visual hallucinations. They don't know where, and, and maybe body awareness. They don't know where their limbs are in space. That's a big piece, the proprioception. And then the sensory piece of it. Uh, we often hear of sensory challenges with younger, like by younger, I mean elementary school infants. Um, but I think the secret is we all have sensory issues. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I was like. I was like, yeah. <laughs> we are all sensory beings. We have senses. Um, and we have preferences and it's okay to be human. It's okay to be human and it's okay to say, wow, I don't like eating a certain type of food or something because it has a texture I'm not comfortable with. Um, but if you take that same issue with somebody who's having visual changes and or sensory issues, they can't make sense. They can't perceive it. They can't interpret what's happening around them and feel, and they, and they, they feel safe about it. They, uh, they they don't know what to expect and as a result sometimes either children or older adults they 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 lash out and sometimes it's a verbal um or sometimes it's physical and it's just because you have a, a human or a nervous system that's trying to find safety and comfort and and because their environment is changing so much even though to the next person who's cognitively neurologically intact physically intact they would not understand what's happening. So it's really having an understanding of what the other person might be experiencing and what adaptations in the environment and what ability does that person have to learn new skills. Like with yoga, breathing. Breathing is a really great thing. I'm in the process of developing a yoga program for individuals with dementia. Um, and I think that would be great to roll out to different, different places because the idea of like, well, Sometimes you see individuals with cognitive impairment, as a result, their world's gonna get smaller, their mobility is gonna decrease, and how do they maintain a quality of life? Talking about dignity. Uh, how are you going to maintain dignity for somebody that might be a, like very dependent in other areas of their activities of daily living, such as toileting? They're gonna probably maybe be relying and dependent on somebody for meal prep. Um, and so on. So it's really finding the dignity in, for that individual, assessing what their physical capabilities are, what are their cognitive, what's the sensory like, what's the environment demanding of it. So it's a full comprehensive approach of occupational therapy to really to really equip people with the skills for living, really focusing right. on quality of life. 
Well, like I said, we, we are just touching <laughs> the, uh, the, the iceberg or the, you know, the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, yeah. And I can't believe how fast 20 minutes really goes by. So I would love to have you come back and tell a little bit more how the Radiant Journey really came about. I know we didn't really get the chance to really dive into it because you, you gave us so many other good nuggets on, on the therapy. But where can people find more information about you, your services, and, and anything that you have coming up? Excellent, excellent. Well, thank you. Um, yes, 20 minutes does go by fast. I'm really passionate about, about occupational therapy, and I really like empowering people to see, to see what's possible. So I am very excited during COVID. You started off talking about COVID. I had time to get back to writing, and I offer my Radiant Insights. It's a twice-a-week newsletter that comes to your email, and it, it, it contains all the news you need that inspires and you can um, provoke reflection and also inspires and cultivates calm and clarity. Sometimes I do free gifts, sometimes I give a meditation. Um, I have, uh, so people can connect with me also at jennifer at radiantjourneyllc.com. My website is radiantjourneyllc.com. I'm on Instagram as radiantjourneyjennifer. I'm on Facebook as radiantjourneyllc. And I'm always open and excited to hear from people that are interested in learning more about my services. I will be having on December 9th, I will be offering a Move to Heal transformational movement workshop that is accessible. Accessibility is another important piece to me too. Um, I want everybody to come and be able to participate at their highest level in a way that feels supportive to them. So that's Radiant Insights, social media, Facebook. You could always... Keep watching Tanya's videos, um, and and I can't wait to come back again, Tanya. Definitely, definitely, definitely have to come back because we're gonna, like I said, you got a whole wealth of, of knowledge. And I want to remind all those who are tuned in that feedback is always welcome. Email us if you have any guests or show ideas. Links to all of Jennifer's um, mention, all those sites that she mentioned will be posted in the comments. Thank you for watching, and if you like this video, remember give us a thumbs up. And if you're enjoying us, leave us a comment. Let us know. Give us some questions that, that you might have. I can have some follow-up questions for Miss Jennifer. And if you're really enjoying all the insights that everyone is sharing, and please hit the subscribe button, please. And last but not least, take things in stride, go with the flow, and create your own path. And we'll see you back here on another episode of Coffee with Tea. So till then, have a great day. Share with us. What was one of your takeaways from today's show? Post your answers in the comments. Hi, everyone. This is Tanya again, popping in to say thank you for listening to today's show. Coffee with Tea interviews are always free. And if you're enjoying the wisdom and insights that are being shared, please stay and grow with us and show your financial support. You can buy us coffee or become a monthly supporter. Links are posted in the description box. And again, I wanted to personally say thank you for tuning in.